If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Inside my online program, Fitness Mama, I just love helping support women to care for their bodies during pregnancy, prepare their bodies for birth and support their after birth recovery, helping them feel confident and strong inside out during this important stage of their lives. In this podcast, join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you through every step of the journey. It is absolutely possible to feel amazing and confident in our bodies during this motherhood journey, and I want that for you. Come and say hi to me on Instagram, at fitnessmama, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pregnancy, Birth and Recovery podcast. So today's topic is four things for every woman to do to prepare for birth in the third trimester. And I do have to say thank you very much to Candice for sending through an email. I put an email out to all the members inside Fitness Mama and I said, what, I'm just planning the next few podcast episodes for the next few months. What do you want to hear about? What what can I share some information on? What guest speakers can I get in? And Candice wrote this exact question. She said, what are the things for me to do to prepare for birth in the third trimester? So I've reflected on this and I thought, you know what, this is such a brilliant question. I wish I had asked myself this question when I was pregnant with my first baby. So this list today has come about as a result of Firstly, having had three babies myself, it's come about as a result of speaking to hundreds and hundreds of women who have had a baby. So working with hundreds of women inside Fitness Mama, all the women I've seen in the clinic, like there's been so many women who have shared their thoughts about this topic. And also I've had, I think it's nearly a hundred episodes with guest health professionals, expert speakers on this very topic. So you can scroll all the way back and digest. I think we're up to 194, episode number 194. So I've got 194 episodes on pregnancy, birth and recovery. So so this is boiled down to four things that I wish I had in my third trimester to prepare for birth. And you'll notice... There's no talk of nurseries, baby clothes, maternity wear, baby showers. (laughs) This is probably all the things. These are the things that I was probably a bit too focused on and I wish I'd thought about these four things. So let's get right into it. I do want to quickly give a shout out to anyone who has shared this podcast with a friend. Perhaps their friend's pregnant. Perhaps their friend's recently had a baby. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast. It's really the one of the best ways to help this podcast to grow and to reach more people. Secondly, thank you if you have given it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you so much. It really does help, again, for the reach of this podcast. It really does help with this podcast to reach more people. Okay, let's dive straight into it, ladies. So this list, four things to prepare for birth, it really does encompass the body, mind, soul aspect, a holistic aspect. 
And I do just want to say, these are things I would have done to prepare for birth. And these are things I, I recommend. But this is coming from a place of perhaps being more of a mother, my mum hat, rather than an expert hat. Because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a midwife. <laughs> I'm not in that birth space per se. Yes, I'm a pelvic floor physio and I deal a lot with preparing the body for birth and helping the body to recover after birth, but I am very quick to put up my hand and say, this isn't perhaps my area of expertise, but here it is. Four things I wish I had done. So number one, I would a hundred percent focus on my physical self. And this is coming from an area of expertise, I should say. So we know from research, exercising during pregnancy, it helps the actual birth process and it helps the recovery process. We know that being stronger, being a bit more active during pregnancy has so many physical, mental, psychological health benefits. It helps with the birth. It helps with how we withstand a birth. It helps with how we recover from birth. It helps our pelvic floor to recover from birth. So we're less likely to have the issues of leaking, prolapse, those pelvic health concerns, which we, I'm sure we all want to avoid. So if you're pregnant, you're in your third trimester, perhaps you've had a not a great pregnancy, perhaps you've had morning sickness, perhaps you've had aches and pains. Even if you have, I would really highly encourage you to think about your exercise program. Is there anything you can tweak, anything you can change, anything that you can add? Not that's unrealistic, but that's realistic, that can help you feel better, help to rejuvenate your body, reinvigorate your body. I really do believe there's something for everyone. If you think, no, nah, there's nothing I can do, send, send me a, a DM on Instagram at fitnessmama. I would really like to help, help support you if I can. So physical, physical preparation, 100%. And I do just want to say this includes perineal preparation from 36 weeks onwards if you're planning a vaginal birth. Again, not for everyone, but if you want to consider it, consider it because it has been found to reduce your risk of third and fourth degree perineal tears and episiotomy. And the way I teach perineal massage inside Fitness Mama, it is a little bit different. It's not just about teaching you the actual massage because that can be uncomfortable. It can be hard to reach your perineum. And I believe it's, it's also about learning some other strategies around the pelvic floor, learning how to relax, learning how to incorporate breathing strategies during labor to help with that pushing phase of labor. So I talk about it more from a place of perineal preparation rather than perineal massage, but that's definitely something you want to include along with pelvic floor and core, which if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I talk a lot about. If you need any help, come and join us for a free seven-day trial inside Fitness Mama. So number one, physical. Number two, and look, there's no specific order. I'm not numbering these strategies for any particular reason. It's just they sort of flow on nicely from one to the other, but I'm not saying one's more important than the other. Okay. Number two would be strategies for childbirth. And I think everyone's pretty good at generally ticking this off. Not everyone. I know I wasn't. I Back when I had a baby, God, I sound old, but it was 11 years ago. There was no Instagram. There was, there were really no online programs. My option was a calm birth course and the hospital course. That was pretty much the only options that I was aware of. The calm birth course, I'd had a friend do it, one friend. <laughs> I was one of the first of my friends to have a baby. 
And she'd said, yeah, we did a lot of breathing strategies. So I had thought, oh, breathing. I don't need to be, I don't need to pay $400 to be told how to breathe. I know how to breathe. Like breathing's easy. I'm breathing all day long. So I decided not to do a calm birth course. I did the hospital ones, but to be honest, they weren't, they weren't great. So I do feel I went into birth pretty unprepared. I didn't understand what transition was. I had no idea how I could push in a way that's effective I panicked. I had no strategies for, I had a TENS tens machine and that was a godsend. I loved my TENS machine. That was pretty much the only strategy. So I'm not suggesting a particular strategy because it will be different depending on where you live, what you're after, but a few things to consider at the hospital and what's offered at the hospital. What are some online birth preparation, like what are some online programs that you perhaps have been thinking about or had your eye on? Is it hypnobirthing you want to consider? And hypnobirthing, if you don't know, that covers everything from cesareans. Well, I believe, I do know the hypnobirthing courses vary a little bit person to person, but I believe they do cover every, every scenario from whether or not you have an epidural through to a cesarean. So, I am a big advocate of hypnobirthing and I have got a, done a lot of podcast episodes on hypno with hypnobirthing experts, so I will link them in the show notes for you. And then the other strategy for birth you might want to consider, as I just mentioned, was the TENS machine. And I think a TENS machine combined with some strategies for breathing and for relaxation is beautiful. And that combined, because inside Fitness Mama, I teach the breathing strategies coming from a place of the pelvic floor area, but they all work so well together. If we're focusing on breathing and hypnobirthing strategies, guaranteed your pelvic floor is going to be more relaxed, which is exactly what you want if that birth if that baby's going to come through that birth canal. It's not a time when we want to be tensed, stressed, you're tensing up and drawing in those muscles. That's kind of like closing off that door. And we want that door to open so that the baby can come out. So have a think about what strategies you want for childbirth and include your partner, birth partner, whoever they are in on this. Again, my partner, Michael, bless his heart. He was totally unprepared. We were both unprepared. Anyway, that's a different story for a different day. Number three on the list a little bit similar to the strategies for childbirth, but I do believe you need to consider all scenarios, all birth scenarios. Now, I've done an amazing episode with Dr. Hugh Porter discussing birth plans, but this isn't just a typical birth plan discussion. We really do discuss, okay, if a birth isn't progressing, when should we use a Vontus versus like a vacuum versus forceps? And we we really do talk through all those sorts of different scenarios. So a great place to start is listening to the podcast, which I will link in the show notes, but also considering your birth preparation course and making sure whatever you're doing, that includes some information about, you know, what to do when things aren't progressing. What what are there some things you can do when things aren't going as you had planned? Because I like to consider it like a birth map. You have your starting point, you've got your destination. Really, there are lots of ways we can get to your destination. And the more we can be aware of the different routes to get to the destination, then the less you're likely to panic at the time. 
Right. And then fourth one, now this is a biggie. And again, I totally was unprepared for this. I wish in hindsight, hindsight's a lovely thing, but here we are talking today. There were no podcasts 11 years ago. Oh, I would have loved a good podcast 11 years ago. I don't think there were podcasts. I certainly wasn't listening to them. Okay. So in postpartum, these are things not to consider in postpartum, but to consider when you're still pregnant. So what support are you going to have for breastfeeding? What support are you going to have for all the baby stuff, <laughs> baby developmental questions, baby sleep? Like I remember thinking, is this cry normal? Like is it normal that my baby won't go to sleep at night? What do I do if they can't go to sleep? How do I, like I was so out of my depth. It's a bit funny in hindsight. So I will link again. I've done some great chats with Susie Prout, who's a lactation consultant. She's got a program for this. And look, this isn't, these are not affiliate links. These are just um, resources that I've heard of along my time. If you've got any other resources, please feel free to send them through to me. I always like to learn what else is out there. But Susie Prout's definitely highly recommend. I've got, I've spoken to Jazz from Let's Sleep. And again, she's got a program for baby sleep, helping talk through strategies to help learn about it, different ages. It keeps changing sleep. And the reason I love online programs is because it doesn't matter where you live. And I know this podcast, you're not all in Australia. You're not all in cities. Some of you are rural, regional. So really these are things that everyone can access. So then the other consideration, as I said, was a sort of maternal child health nurse or the person to help with all the baby questions. And I love Jen Butler. She's got a fantastic podcast. You can check out her early parenting podcast, which again, I'll link in the show notes. And I've had a couple of chats with Jen now about this topic. So postpartum, let's summarize that. We've got breastfeeding, sleep, and the baby stuff. And then last, but definitely not least, is how are you going to recover postpartum? Start thinking about that when you're still pregnant. What are the things you want to do in postpartum to help support your recovery? There's some beautiful, easy strategies for those first six weeks postpartum to help boost your recovery. And then thinking about a postnatal rehab plan, because you don't want to be thinking about this when you're, you know, four weeks postpartum, you're sleep deprived, you're in the thick of learning about your baby and, you know, hopefully (laughs) trying to soak up this beautiful phase. This isn't the time to be learning stuff. So if you're still pregnant and you're starting to explore the options, then that's amazing. And at the end of the day, you might choose not to consider any of these options. But I think if you've at least they're on your radar, you're aware of the help and support that is available. It's like getting tools into your toolkit. Then if you need the tool, you know where it is and you can grab the tool. You might not need the tools at all. And that's great. That's fine. But I'd much prefer for the tool to be in the toolkit for you to grab if you need, rather than having to hunt all around the house, like in my house, (laughs) to find the tool in the first place because my toolkit is all over the shop. Hope that all makes sense, ladies. Look, I will finish off. If you would like help to feel strong during pregnancy or to help boost your afterbirth recovery, you know where I am. Come and join us for a free seven-day trial. We've got an app that you can easily access from the convenience of your home, which is perfect for this stage of motherhood. Whether or not your baby's asleep, baby's kicking around next to you, whether or not you're doing quick five minutes here, 10 minutes there at the end of a day, let's invest back into you 
because you have invested so much into producing this beautiful baby. You're going to continue investing a lot of energy and time and all the rest into helping this beautiful baby develop and grow. And we need to remember ourselves because if our cup isn't full, we're we're not going to be able to give as much either. So we do need to support our own physical, mental, like our own, we need to just nurture our own body, mind and soul as well. So hopefully that was helpful, ladies. Thank you again for to Candice for sending me that email. Ladies, always free to slide into my inbox, my DMs at Fitness Mama on Instagram. I'd love to know if you've been listening to this podcast, but also what episode would you like? How can I help you with your stage of pregnancy and postpartum? Because I am, we're in December now. I am really trying to batch record for the new year period. It's tricky, but I'm trying my best. So yeah, definitely let me know. That's it, ladies. Have a fabulous day. And I look forward to you joining me very soon for another episode of the Pregnancy, Birth and Recovery podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon.